I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from a Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 75 of Thoughts from a Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to explain why libertarians should support states' rights. Well, I hope everybody had a great holiday season. Uh, You probably figured out I took a couple of weeks off from the podcast to spend some time with my family and just unwind a little bit. But we are here at the first of the year, and I'm back behind the microphone and ready to talk about why libertarians should support states' rights. Now, For some people, this is going to seem kind of intuitive, and they're going to be like, well, why are you even talking about this? But this is an issue that comes up a lot, and I wrote an article that I published on my website this week that uh, created a lot of controversy, actually, because there are a lot of uh, people that I call libertarian centralizers, and these are people that basically they want to use centralized power. They want to use the federal government uh, to advance liberty, and I don't think this is a good idea. Now, this all got started uh, because of an interview on the Lions of Liberty podcast that Libertarian Party National Committee Chairman Nicholas Sarwark, and I hope I'm not butchering his name, but uh, I think it's Sarwark, he called Ron Paul's support for states' rights, quote, anti-libertarian. And here's the quote. He said, he had policy prescriptions that were straight up wrong and anti-libertarian. None of us should be given a pass on having to have actual libertarian positions or not be able to be called out when you say you oppose marriage equality. You know, that's not a libertarian position to have. States' rights is not a libertarian position, and it's something Ron Paul has pushed for for a long time. So when you just listen to that quote, it almost sounds like Sarwark is saying that states' rights in general is not a libertarian position, but he did later clarify what he meant uh, in a Facebook post. And he said he wasn't opposed to states' rights in in general concept, but he does believe that the federal government should police the states and ensure they don't violate people's rights. So what I think he's getting at is that he doesn't think it's right to use states' rights as an excuse to oppose marriage equality. That's what he thinks is unlibertarian, not states' rights in general. I'm not sure that's necessarily fair, though, because think about it. If I oppose beating up my neighbor and taking $50 from him in order to feed a homeless person, 
That doesn't mean I'm opposed to feeding homeless people. It just means I don't think that that's a proper means to achieve that ends. And I don't think, you know, I, I don't know what Ron Paul thinks, but to me, I don't think using the federal government is a good means to achieve libertarian ends. So basically, Sarwark embraces a kind of qualified state sovereignty. He takes a position common among libertarian centralizers, as I call them, that they should harness and use government power to enforce their vision of liberty on society. This is what he told me in a Facebook post. My position is that the federal government can protect the equal rights of people from state discrimination. Many libertarians take this position. They basically think the federal government should enforce the Bill of Rights on the states. They see federal power as a tool to create the kind of free society they envision. And yes, they have very good intentions. I don't doubt that at all. But the fact of the matter is, you cannot reconcile this view of the Constitution with the actual Constitution. It's a bastardization of the basic structure of America's government, and it undermines the foundation. These libertarian centralizers basically want to give the federal government veto authority over state laws that it defines as discriminatory, whatever in the world that might mean. The founders emphatically rejected this idea when they drafted and ratified the Constitution. And this whole impulse to centralize also raises a more important question. Can a society really maintain liberty in a system that fails to address the fundamental problem with government power? Look, people that support states' rights don't believe that state governments possess some kind of moral superiority over the federal government. Government power at every level restricts individual liberty. But here's the thing. A decentralized system will generally preserve liberty better the monopoly government. Okay, I need to pause here because I know people are screaming, there's no such thing as states' rights. I understand that, strictly speaking, states don't have rights, okay? Only individuals possess rights in the true sense of the word. Yes, I understand that. The term states' rights serves as a shorthand way of expressing the political relationship between state governments and the federal government in the American constitutional system. States do have political powers they can exercise without interference from the general government. For instance, the states have a right or a power or authority, if you prefer, to define marriage, constitutionally speaking. Now, obviously, states can use this power for good or for ill. Within the American constitutional system, they possess state sovereignty for better or for worse. Libertarian centralizers are no more justified in using unconstitutional federal power to stop the exercise of a legitimate state authority that they find discriminatory than progressives or neoconservatives do that harness federal power for their own ends. The issue is centralization and concentration of power in one place. It's monopoly government. This concept of states' rights roots itself in decentralization. Okay, so here's the practical application. People arguably have more control and influence over smaller governmental units. And even if they don't, multiple small power centers make it possible to get away from particularly oppressive jurisdictions. You know, I can move out of Kentucky and go to another state if Kentucky starts getting oppressive. Competing political entities also tend to check each other's powers. In a monopoly government system, there are no checks. They don't exist. And individuals have fewer options to escape or flee if the government becomes oppressive. 
From a libertarian perspective, it seems to me that if government must exist at all, it's better to have power dispersed between multiple units rather than have it all concentrated in one all-powerful monopoly government. And that's what we're working towards here in the United States. States are being basically eliminated, and the federal government has all the authority and makes all of the decisions. And this is why I say libertarians should support quote-unquote, states' rights, because it decentralizes the system. It disperses power. Now, Murray Rothbard, who you know many people would call Mr. Libertarian, actually argued for this kind of decentralizing strategy. Listen to what he wrote. In the U.S., it becomes important in moving towards such radical decentralization for libertarians and classical liberals, indeed for many other minority or dissident groups, to begin to lay the greatest stress on the forgotten Tenth Amendment and to try to decompose the role and power of the centralizing Supreme Court. Rather than trying to get people of one's own ideological persuasion on the Supreme Court, its power should be rolled back and minimized as far as possible, and its power decomposed into state or even local judicial bodies. Now, does this mean I think it's okay if a state infringes on somebody's rights? Of course not. I don't think it's okay at all. What I do think is that people in each state should strive to maximize liberty within the context of that political society, not have liberty imposed from the central authority from the top down. You're putting too much power in the federal government when you do this. The problem with libertarian centralizers is they think they can control power for their own ends. But the real danger is in the power itself. Once you accept the legitimacy of using government force to advance an end, you can't put it back in the box. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th Amendment Center.com. And if you haven't done it already, head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next week.